Hello, and welcome back to the Geeks at the Gates. Did you miss us? Sorry to have been gone for quite so long. We didn't mean to. Just been a question of lack of time. I've been opening up Destination Venus again. Um, some truly awful internet connections and um, other things beyond our control, really. Uh, but we are back and we have been recording all the time we've been away. So we've got lots of content to share. Starting with this. I was lucky enough to be able to sit across the internet from Chloe Green, one of the organisers of the Thought Bubble Festival, which is the best comics convention anywhere. Bar none. No arguments. Fight me. Obviously, it was supposed to be happening in Harriet in November. I was very excited. I always am. But uh, then we got hit by a global pandemic, which makes it sort of unwise sort of meet up in large groups and spread germs. And do you know what? Even if that wasn't unwise... The venue itself, the Harrogate Convention Centre, is currently the Nightingale Hospital for Yorkshire and the Humber. And it will still be in November uh, and sometime after that, as I understand it. So uh, clearly not going to happen. Except Thought Bubble is the Yorkshire Comics Convention and you cannot keep Yorkshire folk down. So of course it's happening. It's just going to be different. So I had a chat with Chloe about how things are going to be different and exactly what shape things are going to take. And you've listened to me waffle on for quite long enough now. So let's find out, shall we? Hello, Chloe. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do that, didn't I? Never mind, we've done it. We've done it now. <laughs> it's fine. Um, for the benefit of the listeners, we've been talking to each other for about 10 minutes. And uh, so I, I said I wouldn't do one of these weird Let's pretend we've just met things and I've just done it anyway. <laughs> <sighs> How the sausage is made. Uh, so, yep. Chloe, uh, you are very much involved with the organisation of Thought Bubble. I am. And what I thought would be good is if we talk a little bit about last year first mm-hmm. and then talk about what you've got going for us this year. Because this year, <laughs> for reasons that everyone will be aware of, is going to be a little different. A little different, yep. So, so last year, Thought Bubble 2019, first time in Harrogate, first time in a single venue for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, how was it? Um, Harrogate was incredible. Couldn't have gone any better. We were obviously a little apprehensive about moving cities and about being in a new venue um, and if it would still have the Thought Bubble feel. Mm-hmm. We obviously saw the benefits of being under one roof, but you never know until the weekend. And... Everyone showed up. Everyone did incredible. It was really fun. And we were so excited for 2020. Um, <laughs> we, we we decided we were going to stay in Harrogate almost straight away because of how um, how well it went. I have to say, that I, I guess everyone I spoke to from the organisers at the end of 2019, nobody would say, oh, yeah, no, definitely. We definitely want to come back to Harrogate. But that was very much mm-hmm. the vibe I was getting. Yeah, well, I mean... We ha- obviously we have to like assess things afterwards and make sure that there wasn't anything that we weren't aware of once we mm-hmm. got feedback from people. Um, but as a whole, yeah, like the the venue staff were great. We didn't get anything negative from anyone. So as soon as you get that, it's a no brainer really to 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 stay in the same place. Yeah. It also means that um, it also means that we don't have to do table layouts again as well, which is such a headache. <laughs> um, so that so that was really exciting to be able to keep everything the same for the year afterwards and then obviously the world decided to collapse in the yeah. meantime 
that was very odd. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, from the from the point of view as an exhibitor and as just a fan, I have to say, football's always been my favourite con. I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you. I do say that to everybody. <laughs> sure. um, but I I was a little bit gung ho about moving to Harrogate um, because, of course, I was. I own a comic shop in Harrogate. I think um, you might be one of the first people to message us when we announced it, just being like, "Yeah, like I, how I, excited you I were." I may have been a little overexcited. I think it's fair <laughs> to say, but you know, I I did at the back of my mind have a couple of little nervous doubts mm-hmm. about how the town would take to stormtroopers wandering around Betty's and all that kind of thing. And yeah, yeah and I, although I did spend most of the time in the run-up to last November telling people on social media that yeah, Harrogate's really easy to get to. If you can get to Leeds, you can get to Harrogate. It's really not a problem. I did kind of think, mm, yeah, but Harrogate's not terribly cool, is it? Uh, we're certainly not as cool as Leeds. I, I, would never no. say, I would never say that in Leeds, but we are not as cool as Leeds. Um, so I had a couple of nervous sort of niggles at the back of my head, but actually all the people I spoke to, even the cool ones from London, were really impressed with everything. So Yeah, I- um, I guess what Harrogate's got going for it is it's it is a small town. So when thousands of comic fans suddenly descend for the weekend, we take over the town anyway. So even though it might be a little bit stuffy normally, it mm-hmm. totally changed for that weekend, which was really cool. Like um, I think on the on the Friday night, I went into a bar and you could just tell that everyone in there was was there for Thought Bubble. Yeah, and it was just like the atmosphere was totally different, and that was just really cool. Whereas Leeds is a little bit more spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. the impact doesn't seem as dramatic um, yeah. as the, what we could have on Harrogate. Actually, I've only just thought of this, but yes, the whole thing, I think because there were so many convention goers that concentrated into what is a relatively small space, Harrogate <laughs> Town Centre is not big. It felt a lot like the early comic conventions in Bristol. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever went to any of those. You're a no. lot You're a lot younger than me. Um <laughs> You may not and I never, ventured, I never ventured down south either, so... Yeah, no, well, I mean, at the time, in, in 98... No, sorry, not 98, 99, when they uh, did the first one, it was the only con available. There was nowhere else, so... Oh, really? Yeah, it was the only show in town back then. Cool. Back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and I, I think for the same reason, Bristol's also quite small, with quite a small centre, and it was... So, yeah. So, yeah, last year it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and... I know that you had huge plans for 2020 mm-hmm. because I've been following with avid interest the website and stuff. And then we had a global pandemic and the venue got turned into a hospital. Uh, and, it's, <laughs> and it's going to be a hospital until at least March. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, I think originally it was contracted until July, but um, it's kind of a rolling thing now yeah. for whenever they need it, which is totally fair enough. Um, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cool. I think it's um, it's a little frustrating in that it hasn't been used. And so it is just sort of sitting there. But as you say, at the point we need it, it does need to be there. So exactly, exactly. It's cool that we've kind of got this um, this like extra resource if anything does anything's needed. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I I don't know. I feel weirdly proud that it that that's what it's been used for. So like at least it's not just stood empty completely. Yeah. Yes, and I suppose it's not just that Thought Bubble isn't happening because people are, people don't want to mix in big crowds. Thought Bubble isn't happening because the venue's being used for something important. Um, yeah, yeah. And 
totally. Yeah, feel a little bit better about it, but not still not great because no. I'd still like to go to Thought Bubble. Me too. <laughs> Me too. But that does bring us to 2020, and mm-hmm. although we can't all meet up in the convention centre anymore, that doesn't mean the convention's not happening. No. Um, so I think uh, I think a bunch of people have had the similar idea where they want to do something digital instead, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously totally different to what we normally plan for. Thought Bubble centres around its exhibitors. They're the most important thing to Thought Bubble and what keep us running. And so the whole premise of us having a digital convention is to to help them to to bring like some extra eyes to their their own shops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of makes sense for us to give it a go. So how exactly is this going to work? Um, we we're still we're still ironing things out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like I said, with the exhibitors, we're going to have five exhibit like digital exhibitor halls. Mm-hmm. Um, give people a chance to like showcase what they're selling and what they make and um, direct people to their own individual shops as well. So it's not us that are dealing with any of the purchases. Mm-hmm. And we've still got all those guests as well. Like the 90% of the guests that we already had lined up have agreed to do something digitally with us. So we've got a bunch of panels, a bunch of Q&As still, a bunch of live drawings that I'll all be, it's all going to be on this website, so literally everything is going to be on there. We're just hoping that there'll be loads of people sat around the computers for the whole weekend like they would be um, <laughs> at the con, which is, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, it sounds, sounds good. I know you um, had some interaction with Comic-Con at home mm, in San Diego. Yeah. And, and, and that, I, I presume you've learned quite a lot of lessons from there. Yeah, we, we we were we were really lucky that um that San Diego have been so open and helpful to us. Um their convention happened last month and just getting some insight from them afterwards and getting some tips on on what worked and what didn't has mm-hmm. been incredible. Um obviously they're on a different scale to us and had San, hundreds of videos. <laughs> San Diego is a little bit larger than Harrogate. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. I feel like In fact you you, you yeah. probably could fit most of the convention centre into Hall H yes yeah. yeah i feel yeah uh yeah totally totally different scale um so get so getting input from them has been just super super helpful um and they're going to be doing some stuff for us as well at the convention oh really at the digital, fantastic at the digital convention yeah um we we're just we're just getting the details out uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks hopefully oh i will keep my eyes yeah. open yeah it's gonna be that. that's great so you say most of the guests are still virtually attending. Mm-hmm. So, so what what sort of form does that take? Are we are you going to be able to do actual Q and As and with with fan interaction or? Um, so the the vast majority um, will be pre recorded, right? But that doesn't mean that we're not going to be taking questions from people. So you're going to still have the opportunity to send your questions in to specific guests. We're trying, we're thinking about maybe getting some videos from people as well, so we can kind of see you asking the question yeah. to, the, to the guest. The, the reason that we're doing it pre-recorded is simply just technical reasons. I've been on the last Zoom call. want is someone in someone over in America that's up at a totally different time to when they normally are, and their internet's not working. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, even without the time differences, I've been on enough Zoom calls in the last six months. But yeah, it would be an absolute nightmare. 
exactly exactly so yeah so you'll still get a chance to ask people questions and you'll still get a chance to like comment and stuff as well afterwards but there'll be less chance of the videos dying a death whilst yeah. you're trying to watch it yeah because that would be unfortunate yeah cool so something that uh, this this is a really boring question actually obviously if you've got stuff pre-recorded mm-hmm. you could just do a netflix and drop it all on the website at the start of the weekend Mm-hmm. Are you going to do that or are you going to sort of drop things in so that something goes live at lunchtime on Saturday and then? Um, yeah, so we, we're going to it's going to be timed uh, just like it would be at the convention where you would have a panel every hour. Um, mm-hmm. But the videos will be available afterwards forever unless there's any copyright issues. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it means that you can specifically wait for a, a time when you want to watch it or you can watch it in a week's time. Mm-hmm. It's totally up to you. But there'll still be that, over the weekend, that kind of, oh, it's, it's Charlie Adlard in five minutes, and that, that, that kind of, yeah. of that's, I like yes. that. Cause... Yeah, and some of, the, some of the guests as well will have available on Twitter to talk to afterwards as well, so if you are there at the specific time, you might get the chance to actually speak to them, uh, which is cool. That is very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can see that there's a lot of thought gone into how to make this an interactive experience for mm-hmm. for people that are attending, which is something that I've, I've been to a couple of digital online conventions this summer because mm-hmm. they were the only ones I could go to. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them haven't done that. And I think it's been to the detriment because if it is just a bunch of pre-recorded videos, it begins to feel like a YouTube channel. And uh, Totally. Uh, so, so I, I mean, I'm not surprised that Thought Bubble's doing this because it's kind of what you do. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to hear that Thought Bubble's going to have that level of interactivity. That um, it, um, I, I can, I can totally see why people would, uh, would avoid it um, purely for like technical reasons. Um, but it is something that's super important, and a guest could be, a guest could be anywhere in the world, and it wouldn't really matter if it's a pre, if it's just a pre-recorded thing that you haven't been able to have any interaction with. Mm-hmm. It could be for anyone, so it's kind of cool that we're getting the chance to, to make it specifically thoughtable um, based. Yeah, although I can imagine that for some guests that does mean they're going to be sitting up in, at like three in the morning, and uh, but. To be fair, yeah. it's a comic convention. They'll be up at three in the morning anyway. Yeah, totally. And um, rather than them having to travel to a different country and stay in a hotel, they just have to give like an hour of their time, which is it's it's a much it's a much smaller commitment, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah, if, if, they were, if they were prepared to get on a plane and fly into Leeds, Bradford, I, I guess. Um, I guess just getting it's on, a little easier. Getting yeah. on getting on Twitter at two a.m. is probably not that big of a deal. Yeah, there's less chance of you get stuck in two week quarantine as well. Well, yeah, there's, yes, there is also that. <laughs> oh, I was so hoping it was all going to be over by November. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was really difficult as making the call when we did um, that we were going to postpone completely because you realistically don't know what's going to happen. Mm. But all I thinking was that um, what if people do need to quarantine? What if people don't want to fly? Um, what if people don't want to be um, back to back with with people and yeah, yeah, there was just so many, so many no, potential I mean, nightmares. I know, I know. Thought Bubble made the call relatively late. A lot of people had cancelled before you did, um, but I don't think anybody was surprised by the call. Um, no, um, we were so nervous 
uh, when we did it. And as always, the response from everyone was incredible. Um, we're, we're super lucky to just have the like nicest, kindest fans. Um, and we didn't. I don't think we got one negative comment. Which um, I'm pleased. Would, to, I'm very pleased to hear that. I mean, yeah. I, I I was hugely disappointed, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, we, it's, we were too. Like no one was as disappointed as us. Yeah, but it's it's 2020, and it is what it is. I guess. And uh, yeah. I th- I think everyone was expecting that. Got- yeah, I think everyone was. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, particularly, yeah, I, th- I think they'd already started work on on turning the convention centre into a Nightingale hospital at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, it was fairly clear. I know I know they only hired the place until July, but it was fairly clear looking at what they were doing that that was not going to be a temporary thing. Yeah, I guess it's probably more obvious for you as well because you probably see it a lot more often than than the rest of us. Yes, to yeah. see it physically get turned into. But there is some benefits of it um, being a hospital at the minute as well. Um, I don't know if you can remember it last year, but the flooring wasn't particularly nice. It's been an and issue the, in the convention centre for some time, and it's all been replaced because of the hospital. There you go. So next, so next year when we're in, we're going to have shiny new floors. Thank you, Annette. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Pretty cool. I mean, um, our new floor is probably a minor achievement compared to the thousands of lives they've saved, but... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, still, you put it that way. It's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's nice that there is at least a, a little silver lining in, in yeah, all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I know um, this probably sounds really cliche, but we genuinely think 2021 is going to be the best year yet. Um we've kind of had this chance to to focus on something different mm-hmm. and then 2021's just going to be like 150% of thought bubble. Yeah, I guess there's it. a lot there's a lot to be said of having a brief pause, I guess. Because mm-hmm. the impression that I've had of the work that goes into organising Thought Bubble is that you kind of haven't quite finished organising this year's before you have to start organising next year's. It's kind of like a chain yeah. convention. I um, think a lot of, a lot of people think that we have like um, a bunch of downtime, but normally after the convention we'll take two weeks off and then it's straight back into planning next year. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I know. I can, it's, I I can imagine. I and so I suppose this year you have actually had. I mean, you've still been organising the digital festival. I'm sure you've actually not had that much time. No. But there has been some kind of time maybe to stop and go think about how to change things and new stuff you could do. Yeah, um, I mean, some of it was kind of forced because we did a whole lot to take some time off because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And some of us are only working part time now, temporarily. But yeah, you would think that it'd be less work, it being digital. <laughs> But it doesn't feel like it. I'm still definitely getting the convention three months away panic. But uh, at least I'll be able to sit down during the convention this year. There is that, actually. Yes, mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of that. That's a very unexpected um, side effect. That, yeah, yeah, not not having legs that absolutely cane for like a fortnight afterwards. <laughs> yeah, is is going to be an unexpected pleasure. Yes, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, th- yeah, you'll be able to eat when you want to eat as well mm. and things like that rather than um and rather I, than having and solid you, days of you, and work. you won't be walking for like 14 15 miles a day oh my god yeah because it is astonishing I, genuinely at conventions how much walking is involved yeah I've, I've got a fitbit and my fitbit recordings from last year are just another level 
like um I did Ben Nevis I climbed Ben Nevis and it's very similar. Um <laughs> <laughs> just flatter. Oh, well that's this this week's episode title sorted out anyway. Similar to Ben oh. Nevis is uh, <laughs> I think where we're at with that. Yep. So we've got panels we've got um interaction on twitter we've got the ability to sit down and not have to walk further than the fridge all of which is good stuff what else can digital attendees look forward to um so one of my favorite things that i'm excited about is we're kind of encouraging our exhibitors and just attendees in general to put their own content together for the for the fringe week so normally we have the festival Mm -hmm leading up to the convention weekend um so that means that we're going to have loads of loads of different panels and videos and just fun um workshops and things that we would never normally get the the opportunity to see Mm -hmm. um so people can just put them out themselves online and i've already seen a bunch of people talking about what they're going to do like people doing like rpgs um and their own live drawings and things like that that we just wouldn't have space for it at the actual convention. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like we're going to have like this extra bumper of, of cool content um, that anyone can get involved in as well. That sounds fantastic. I love the sound of that because that, that really does bring in everybody. Yeah, as, as and the, like... amount, the amount of times that people say to us like, oh, I've got this really cool idea for a panel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to do it. And we love it too, but we physically don't have the space for it. Yeah. Um, this year, people can just go and do it, and they can release it on the convention week, and we can share it for them. Um, and it'll just be like, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, no, that's that's great. That's that really does fit in. Fit in. That's a terrible way of putting it, Reg. Um, it really does mesh with the the feeling I've always had about Thought Bubble, which is that it is very much a community. Yeah, it's a massive community. And although people this year are not going to be able to physically get together, they can do these panels together if they wanted to. And mm. yeah, it's definitely a thought bubble community that um, that's pulling us through. Yeah, that's 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 good to hear. It, it, it's it's for me one of the best things about the con is is that it's it's such a big friendly mm-hmm. place. You know, no one. There are some cons which I'm not going to name where you get the feel that people are basically there for the hustle mm-hmm. um you know they're they're hard selling and they're networking and it's all about sort of furthering their own agenda um and you i've yes. never had that that feeling at thought bubble it's it's always been just a joyous creative mishmash we, of stuff uh, we tr- we try so hard to to keep that at, at the heart of Thought Bubble. Keep away like this overly like commercial aspect of of a convention, and just focus it on the exhibitors and the creators. That's that's all that Thought Bubble really cares about. But we are so lucky, like completely blessed, to just have these this amazing community that trusts us and uses Thought Bubble as their like annual event. I don't know how we managed to do it. <laughs> um, by being good, I think. Yeah, is um, I mean, certainly one of the things that's always come through to me at Thought Bubble is that the people who run the thing really like comics. You know, they're, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's just yeah. it's run by a bunch of fans and not just people who like a genre of comics. So it's, mm-hmm. I mean, something else that Thought Bubble's never been is all about superheroes. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite fond of a superhero. Mm-hmm. That I, that's how I 
got into comics in the first place, but the amount of, of independent stuff um, and the, the self-publishing creators and, and all of that being such a big part of Thought Bubble really does make it yeah. so much more than, again, certain conventions where, you know, you might well get to meet Optimus Prime, but, yeah, yeah the, the comics are sort of off in a corner in a far, mm-hmm. far distant hall somewhere. Yeah, but, like, com- comics specifically specifically at the minute just seem to have so many different avenues of interest that people can can come down so yeah the superheroes that like self-published and i don't know why you wouldn't focus on it because it's so interesting and and so fun and um and just completely unique that yeah you could you could we could fill the whole convention center if you wanted to with just with with incredible creators that that want to come to thought bubble and yeah, it's never not going to be like that for Thought Bubble. Yeah. Everyone that works there, yeah, we're all just complete comic nerds, and that's all we want. It it shows, and it's appreciated. And and I think that's something something that I noticed last year particularly is um, the number of people. One of whom was my mum, who had <laughs> never been to a not only never been to a comic con before, but had never read a comic before. Cool. And who had no clue what this thing was. Uh, my mum actually wandered in towards the end of Sunday because they were just letting people in. Well, they were letting old people in for free at that point. And so she wandered in because she, she knew I was there, obviously. We do talk that much. Uh, and she wandered in and had a look around. And she was absolutely blown away mm-hmm. by not just the variety of stuff, but by the approachability of the people who were there. That's really cool to hear because... Sorry, go on. It's um, it's it's getting comics in front of people that wouldn't normally get in front of comics is is a huge part of of what we want to do. So just knowing that someone would just give us a go and have yeah. a positive experience is really yeah, that's really well, nice. Well, I, I mean, I heard it as a comment quite a lot as people were sort of walking past my table. But as I say, I actually had a conversation with my mum about it. She bought yeah. something. She actually oh, no she actually bought a piece of original art. Oh, that's that's really cool. which I don't think she's well, I don't think she's bought a piece of art for maybe 40 years so <laughs> something something definitely catches yeah. you at the football i mean how how could you not walk around the exhibit halls and find something that you want yeah i i, I don't know how that's yeah. possible one um, of the reasons i don't walk around the exhibit halls is because i can't afford it <laughs> you know what i um i said to myself i'm going to wait until sunday Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon is when I'm going to do my proper walk around and buy things. And there was a lot of chaos towards the end of Sunday and I didn't get a chance to. Oh, no. Um, so I, I literally came away with a tote bag that and that was it. Oh, no. So that's another reason I was really excited for this year. I was like, I'm going to do it Saturday. I'm going to do it Saturday morning. First thing, I'm going to go and do all my shopping so nothing I, I don't miss out again. And then, I oh. did, and then this happened. So. But I suppose you can still do it online. It's not quite the yeah, same. Yeah, and I will, I will definitely be. Yeah, no, that, that, the, the whole walking around and seeing something you can't resist thing at the Thought Bubble either. There's, there's nothing worse as well than seeing something and being and thinking, you know what, I, I'm not today, like oh, I've hit my limit, and then the regret that you get afterwards. Mm. Um, one of my friends uh, saw a print that he really wanted, but he didn't, know, he didn't know who had made it or anything, and he just sent me this really vague description. And I spent the whole of Sunday trying to find it for him, um, and I and I did eventually find it. Um, and he was like, "I would have regretted that for the rest of my life if I had not got it." <laughs> yeah, no, it grabs you. That's, that's some 
So I'm I'm kind of pleased that you will be able to be linking to the exhibitors' websites and Etsy shops and all that kind of thing, yep. so that we can still have that empty wallet feeling at the end of the weekend. Yep. Because uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, we need to, need to start saving already. Yeah, no, start it's, putting it's some a, money aside. It's an important part of it. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the things that's been a feature of Thought Bubble for as long as I can remember, and I don't know mm-hmm. how long I've been going to Thought Bubble, I think I missed the first one. Um, but Me I too. Think I've, I think I've been to all of the others except one. Um, but something, something, something that's been a, a feature of all of them has been the red shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, which... For a geeky, nerdy volunteer team, I thought it was a bold choice of name. The Red Shirts? Yeah, because yeah. um, being a Red Shirt is, well, essentially a death sentence in Star Trek. So... <laughs> um, um, I feel like I feel like the choice of the shirt colour um, was completely, like, accidental. <laughs> and that name's just stuck. It's kind of funny, yeah. But they are... Um, they are an absolutely brilliant bunch of volunteers. Um, yeah. that, without question, the most helpful people I've ever met. Uh, yeah. Um, it, I um, It was my first full year at working at Thought Bubble, um, 2019. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times that I just mentioned things in passing to a red shirt, and 30 minutes later it was done. And I was like, whoa, I wasn't, what? And it's just yeah. this... They're just this, yeah. I remember just... last year I was talking to a creator at their at their table, um, and as as we were chatting, one of the red shirts just arrived with a basket full of sandwiches. Yeah. Because she'd mentioned about ten minutes earlier that she was a bit peckish, and food just arrived. Yeah, they are incredible. The, they they've got their kindness level turned to a hundred. Um, they're just the most helpful, great, greatest people. We, we're kind of trying to think of a way for them to be involved with the digital convention. So that um, was going to be my question, actually. We've, is um, so we, um, we've got a couple of videos with them coming up, um, but I'd love for them. I'd love for a dif- to think of a different way that they could be involved. Yeah, it'd be um, nice. It'd be nice to to have them there in because they are such an important part of the the yeah. in real life con yeah um so i've uh, i've just been editing a video together of of them all saying hello um so they'll you'll still be able to see their faces um you'll still be able to see the red shirts but um we'll have to think how we can make it an interactive like on an interactive level because they are the best yeah they really are they really are and i i, I would say to anybody who's never been to a comic con before um and you know they can be slightly intimidating places if Mm -hmm. if you're um the existence of the red shirts is one of the reasons i would recommend thought bubble to anybody as a as a first con because they just make the whether you're going as a punter or as a as an exhibitor they just make the experience so easy it's really it's really cool to hear that other people think that because we love them um and we wouldn't have it any other way than have them there um, so yeah, so it's cool that they uh, that people recognise. Yeah, oh no, believe me, they are very much appreciated by. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've been there as an exhibitor. I've been there as as just a fan. Um, which, whichever side of the table I'm standing on, I, I 
the red shirts have been nothing but amazingly helpful. Yeah. There's um there's nothing better because we have radios when we're at the convention weekend. There's nothing better than being able to ask someone to bring you a cup of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and and it and it actually happen and then not be um like grumpy about it. Yeah, no, they're, no, they're just they're just so helpful, so fantastic. If there are any red shirts listening, thank you. Thank you, red shirts. <laughs> uh, so no, no, it's good. It's good to know that there's a chance at least that they'll be. Uh, yeah, still ushering around. us around, and uh, I suppose they're not allowed to bring us. Computer. Yeah, they're not allowed to bring us cups of coffee anymore, are they? That would be against social distancing. But yeah, yeah. But maybe nice. you could put on your own red shirt and pretend. I could do that, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except I'm terrible in red, so maybe not. <laughs> okay, so I'm running through my mental checklist of all the things I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I haven't asked all of it, but I managed to lose my notes this morning, so I don't actually have anything written down. You've done pretty well. I thought you were reading off something until you said that you'd forgotten. No, no, I, I made the mistake of doing my notes longhand because I thought, I don't want them on the screen because then I'll be looking at my notes, not looking at, at you and making eye contact and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I put, I put, so I wrote them on a piece of paper and I put the piece of paper down somewhere and I've not been able to find it. I'll probably find it about five minutes after we hang up. Yeah. Um, we're what? We're at 45 odd minutes. Um, so it's probably time to stop wrapping things up a little bit. Um, you know, so I can pretend I'm all professional and prepared and stuff. This will sound fantastic in the edit. Um, so, where can people find out more about, not this, this year's Thought Bubble, but next year's and Thought Bubble in general? Um, so, straight to his website, it's so thoughtbubblefestival.com, um, and we are heavily social media um, users, so you can find us on Twitter, which is Thought Bubble UK, and Thought Bubble Festival on Instagram, um, we're on Facebook as well, just as Thought Bubble. But yeah, talk to us on, talk to us on Twitter, talk to us on Instagram, that's where we put... Um, the majority of our updates fantastic and i will of course put links to all of those things in the show notes which i will probably remember to write okay and if people wanted to get involved in the sort of fringe festival element of it with their own panels and their own live draws and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. how do they get involved in that again do they just tweet you or yeah so we will be announcing a hashtag pretty soon that everyone can use during the festival week and that's what we'll search through and share people's stuff. And as long as it's child friendly, we'll give it a share, all ages. Uh, and yeah, that's literally it. We, you don't need to get the go ahead from us. Just go for it. If it's comic based, if it's family friendly, we will we will share it. Fantastic. Right. Okay. Um, well, thank you for taking time out of your afternoon to no um, to, to come and chat. I really do appreciate it. It's been nice to see you, actually. Yeah, um, strange seeing human beings. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting so used to seeing people in little boxes. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, <laughs> it's weird how normal that became. How quickly it's a weird new world, isn't it? Ah, oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having us. It's 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 really cool to have people still supporting us, even though we're technically not happening this year. No, you're happening. You're definitely happening. Um, and it's free as well. I wonder if it's, it's worth saying that. You always, get a ticket. Mate, we're in Yorkshire. It's always worth saying that. Yeah, it's totally free. Nothing is going to cost you. Yeah. Um, well, I will be plugging the heck out of Football um, as we approach. And 
but uh, I don't know, maybe when we've got more things that you can actually announce and talk about, you might want to come back and have another chat. Yep, sounds Um, great. But for now, Chloe, thank you so much for joining us. Um, It's been really great to see you. Thank you. Cheers, Reggie. And that's it for this week. Thank you to Chloe for taking time out of her afternoon last Friday and chatting. And uh, you will be hearing a lot more about the Thought Bubble Festival on this podcast as November draws closer because uh, it's fabulous and we're really excited. I hope that came across. Just a very quick note to let you know that show notes for this week's edition are available at the Destination Venus website. Just go to www.destinationvenus.co. .uk. Click on the blog button at the top left, I think it is, of your screen, and then search for this week's episode title, which is similar to Climbing Ben Nevis. And uh, there'll be links and useful stuff. There's not many show notes for this, this week's edition, but there are some. So you can check those out. And while you're there, you could possibly have a look around the shop and, you know, maybe buy something. Who knows? And such shameless pluggery brings us very much to the end of this week's edition, little shorter than normal. Uh, that's the beauty of a podcast. It can be as long or as short as it needs to be. Uh, we'll be back next week. We've got some Doctor Who discussion uh, and we've got some Dungeons and Dragons ever developing uh, adventures uh, for you amongst some other great stuff that's coming up. Uh, so we'll see you then. Until then, be kind to yourself, be kind to everybody else. Stay geeky, stay safe. Until next time, we'll see you at the gates. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate. Or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates. Or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com. That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire.